Merry New Year. Y'all have a great day. It's a great feeling to be back. Thank you. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to Fantasy Football Diagnostics, episode 54. Once again, I'm John June, got my guy Greg Penniman. Week 17 championship preview. Don't know why you guys are playing week 17, but it's okay, we got you covered. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a fact. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why you're playing, but you know we're here. We're we're in vacation mode right now, semi. But we we here for the people. Honestly, this is what we do. Uh, we're not playing. We we were champions already. This is strictly for the people. So uh, let's let's do this. Is we digged in, digging in deep. Uh, get some research for you guys. Let's go. Oh yeah, got to dig deep. Got to find that motivation for these for these teams, these players. Week 17. There's not a lot on the line. Maybe there's some on the line for some people, not a lot on the line for other people. So you got to find out what people are really playing for. Whether that's playoff incentives or sometimes, uh, you know, we play for that cash, but these players, they play for that cash, a lot more cash than we're playing for. So uh, sometimes they catch a touchdown or, you know, get a few extra passes. They get some a few extra bucks in, in their uh, in their contract incentives uh, or in ways of, in terms of contract incentives. So uh, something to keep an eye out for, too. So let's just jump right into these games, man. Um, so we'll jump through the one o'clock games, then we'll hit the four o'clocks and then. Um, obviously, there's only one primetime game on this week. That's the uh, Sunday night game. So we'll uh, try to fly through it as quickly as we can. But starting with the 1 o'clock games, uh, we got the 6-9 and nine Atlanta Falcons traveling to Tampa Bay to take on a 7-8 and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a 48-point over-under. The Bucs are one-point favorites. Again, not a lot on the line here. Uh, none of these teams, both these teams eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, but some pride. This is a divisional game, so... Greg, what are you expecting in this matchup? Uh, yeah, this game, you know, the Bucks have been playing pretty well, like to end the season. Both teams actually have, but I'm, I'm gonna take the Bucks at home. Uh, I'm taking the cover spread, um, and I'm gonna take the under in the game. Uh, Falcons defense, and I think the Bucks defense will play. They've been playing better than people would expect, so I'm gonna think that take the under in that game. Uh, Jameis is playing for pride, so yeah, keep airing him out. Um, I will start him. I trust him. Uh, Paraman, I trust him. He had a, you know, came through championship week last week. You know, being the number one target for uh, Jameis, uh, Ronald Jones, he did well in his matchup. Um, so I, those three guys, I think you can r- roll out there uh, with confidence. Um, on the Falcon side, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Julio, uh, Devontae Freeman, those guys. No Calvin Ridley, no Calvin. No Calvin Ridley. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it's probably going to happen a lot today. Yeah, this is <laughs> all these players that are going to be in and out. Doesn't really matter. But yeah, Julio, Matt Ryan, Devontae, I think you can trust those guys. And Austin Hooper for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tampa Bay in this game. I really did want to take Atlanta. Uh, you know, with the recent news, Dan Quinn will be coming back for a uh, will be coming back for his for his sixth season, I believe, next year. So uh, there's that. Um, you know, at play here, but you know, like you were saying, these both these teams have been playing better as of late, especially Tampa Bay defensively. This used to be a uh, a passive uh, where you know we used to just start every quarterback and running or wide receiver tight end against this this Tampa mm-hmm. Bay team, but um, it's not like that anymore. Uh, so, you know, we kind of alluded to that a little bit last week, and then we saw what what Deshaun did, so. 
Um, I can't it kind of came to fruition there. So I'm a little bit afraid of the Atlanta side. Maybe I'm gonna stay away from from Matt Ryan, but obviously Julio Jones. I'm gonna start him. Um, this is a bad matchup for Devontae Freeman. So um, I might pivot here because, like we said last week, bad matchup for Devontae Freeman. Uh, the ceiling is not really gonna be there. True. True. Um, I would I would pivot to more like a Gus Edwards or Justice Hill. You know, get to you know. Um, who are going to get the bulk of touches, you know, in 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 the in Baltimore, um, or you know, matchup's not really great there either, so maybe not. So um, I don't know, but I would it would I would have to pivot. To, I would want to pivot to somebody in a better matchup than um, than Devontae Freeman. Uh, but on the Tampa Bay side, like you were saying, Brashad Perriman, Ronald Jones, uh, Jameis Winston, you got those are all you know fantasy viable starting options in this uh, week week seventeen championship. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else on this? We ready to move forward? Yeah, we we'll keep moving. Um. All right, man. Let's jump into this next one o'clock game. We got the seven and eight Chicago Bears traveling to Minnesota to take on the ten and five Minnesota Vikings. Thirty six point over under. Uh, the Bears are three and a half point favorites, which is kind of interesting. Um. You know, this yeah, line started out as Minnesota being one point favorites, and now the Bears are three and a half. So maybe Vegas. Might have an inkling that some of these players on the Minnesota side aren't going to play. We already know Dalvin Cook was ruled out. Minnesota's already clinched a playoff berth. So, um, Greg, what are you expecting in this matchup? Yeah, I think the Vikings should win the game. I got them winning. I got them covering the spread. Uh, I got the over in that game. Uh, yeah, this is a pretty uh, shocking line. But, yeah, I think the the Vikings are, are the better team, even though um, Aaron Jones ran up all over him last week. That's not really the strength of the Bears so running the ball. So I think, you know, they'll be able to match up pretty well against the Bears and hold Mr. Trubisky their home. So I expect them to to hold it down. Kirk Cousins, um, Stefan Diggs, um, and Adam Thielen hasn't been really used as much. So I think Diggs and uh, Kirk Cousins are really trusted on the Vikings side. Um, on the on the Bears side, not Wait, breaking really... news. We're breaking news. Um... It's slightly breaking. It broke yesterday. Uh, the, there's a report that the Minnesota starters are expected to sit. Ah, that's yeah. yeah. That's that. That's the only way that this this line made sense is that yeah. there had to be some news that these guys were not going to play. So Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, um, all, those all guys. these guys. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, you know, they, you know, unless you're in a keeper league or a dynasty league, you know, I, I would cut these guys from my roster. Yeah. Um, once I get confirmation that they're not going to be playing and, and try to find replacements or if you, if you get the confirmation, then, cause this was reported yesterday on pro football talk, Josh Alper, uh, Kirk cousins, other starters are expected to sit for, uh, Vikings on Sunday. All right. Well, uh, Think the Bears should probably win that game then. I hope so. <laughs> Sean um, Sean Mannion is is making the second start of his career. I just feel like the Bears, you know, still want to see what Mitch can do, so they're gonna throw everybody out there, um, and yeah, hopefully roll in there and uh, get the dub. I still think you know the Bears, but I can still match up well. I'm sure the the backups will play hard and everything, but yeah, the, I think the Bears should get it done. Yeah, I mean, situations like this when the backups come in, um, you, you never really know how it's going to go. But one thing you know is that they're, they'll play hard because, you know, this is an opportunity for them to play. Yep. Um, but I, I, I am going to take the Bears on this one. Uh, Mitch Trubisky 
he barely looks great against starting defenses, but I think he could look slightly better against a, a backup defense, uh, especially Minnesota one that's not been playing well. Uh, this game is, is in a dome, so the elements aren't going to be a factor. Um, by the way, is Mike Boone fantasy viable this week? <laughs> wow. The fact that this man's I'm name is saying. being brought up. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Uh-oh. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> uh I just, you know, I think with this game being weird now, I think you can maybe pivot to some other people. If Josh Jacobs out, maybe, you know, getting. Uh, he's starting. He is starting. Mike Boone's starting again. He's, he's kind of de- he's kind of dependent in that game script. So if the Vikings are doing well in that game, we don't expect them to be up. Um, he's not a pass catching back. Mir Abdullah squad scored him, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happened again. Yeah, that's a good point. With them being three and a half point dogs in this one, Mike Boone's probably not the way to go. Um, and you probably get sick to your stomach if you are in a two week playoff and you started him in the first week. Um, now you're down you, by like thirty points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably don't want to do that right now. So Amir Abdullah. I mean, in a standard league though, I would go Mike Boone. But you know, half point, uh, full point league, I give this. I give the edge to Amir Abdullah. Yeah, I think yeah, this game is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be so weird. Yeah, it could be to be avoidable. I think. Would you? But you're confident in the bear side, though, right? Uh, yeah, I'm confident. You know, Mitch being a you know a streamable player. Um, you know. Oh, I'm not Adam touching Robinson. Mitch after what he did last week, bro. <laughs> I mean, you guys can play him. I'm Mitch. Me and you, not on done. speaking terms right We're now. We're done. Oh man, it's tough. Yeah, it happens, man. You know, yeah, I understand it. I think, you know, Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller could probably, you know, get into the end zone or uh, get some targets and some receptions. So I think those guys you can uh, keep in mind for flex options. Dave Montgomery, I'm not trusting, though. Yeah, Dave Montgomery, not trusting. He's done. Um, Tariq Cohen, not trusting. No. Yeah. I'm going to have to reevaluate Dave Montgomery's situation next year because even from a dynasty perspective, it's not looking good right now for Dave Montgomery. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears, you know, draft the running back or something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what they do. I mean, they did invest a lot in Dave Montgomery. Um, I, I, you know, I still think they believe in the player. Uh, I just think in a better situation, right? Like, you know, Mitch Trubisky has to – if Mitch Trubisky plays better and the Bears go on more drives, Dave Montgomery scores more touchdowns, they're in more favorable game script if they get a better – if they shore up the offensive line. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be. It'll definitely be interesting. Something to talk about in the off season. Um, but anything else in this game? Or are we ready to? Yeah, we keep them going. Um. All right. So in the, the next game, we got the six and nine Cleveland Browns traveling to Cincinnati to take on the one and fourteen Cincinnati Bengals. FanDuel Sportsbook has this as a forty three and a half point over under. The Browns are three point favorites in a game with neither team is playing for anything much except for pride. So, uh, Greg, what do you got? Yeah, pride. So I'm gonna go with the Browns. I'm gonna go with the Browns to cover. I think they won by a field goal, and I'm gonna take the over in this game. Uh, for the Bengals, though, I do love Tyler Boyd. I like Joe Mixon as a run RB two. Um, on really the that's about it on the Bengals side. Uh, Boyd really had an outstanding week last week. Uh, killed a lot of players, fantasy people. Um, on the Bengals side, on the Brown side, you know Jarvis. He's been playing through hip injury. Probably gonna get surgery. He's been. Uh, both of these receivers have been playing tough two injuries all year. But I, I trust him. I trust the running backs, Chubb and Hunt. Um, those guys I think you can rely on. Yeah, I'm 
so I, I realized I didn't make my picks for the uh, the last two games. Actually, I didn't pick the the spreads or the or the the totals. I mean, so I'm gonna go with the under in the Bucks Falcons game with the Bucks to win and cover. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with the under in the Bears Vikings game with the Vikings to cover, but the Bears to win. And I'm gonna go in in this game with Cincinnati. I'm gonna go with the with the under here. I'm gonna take Cincinnati to win, um, thus covering the spread. Um, the Cincinnati's at home. Uh, they've been playing better as of late, uh, off of defensively as well, um, and they've also been playing um, better offensively with you know the reinsertion of Andy Dalton back into the lineup. Um, you know Joe Mixon's been playing well. Had a stomach bug that he was fighting through last week, but I think you play him this week. Obviously, uh, Tyler Boyd seemed like he was a little banged up in the last game. Um, seem to finish it though, but have to monitor, continue to monitor that situation. Um, but John Ross made it, made an appearance, so um, you know that was definitely uh, he. You know, showed up in a big way last week. If if owners took a chance on him, um, but Tyler Boyd and uh, Joe Mixon both sitting on the cusp of thousand yard seasons. So um, when we talk about things we talk about incentives a thousand yard season is a you know especially on one in 15 team uh, or one in 14 team um you know then there's not a lot to play for you start looking at individual milestones so uh tyler boyd he says that he's he's definitely motivated to make his first thousand yard season happen so um you know, he's not far away with not 187 yards, so that's encouraging. And then Joe Mixon also, like I said, on the verge of a 1,000-yard season. <clears throat> Wouldn't be his first, but still uh, would be good to have. And then, um, you know, on the Cleveland side, yeah, I think you could start Baker here. Um, you know, it, Jarvis Landry, uh, like you were saying, he's been playing, playing through that hip injury, but, um, you know, hasn't – I mean, it, obviously – it, it's he's been playing with it all year and he's been you know doing you know very, uh, well for the most part so continue to roll him out there uh, Odell actually had a good game last week so um you know maybe in a fle- possible flex play but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force it and then the the two running backs on the Cleveland side I think you could start them both despite what Nick Chubb did to you last week yeah, I think so. I think uh, those two, um, yeah, Chubb did, didn't come through last week, but in general, those two are the major focal points of the offense. Yeah, for sure. Um, anything else on this matchup? We moving forward? No, nah, we're going to keep it rolling. All right. Oh, finally, a team with something to play for. We've got the 12-3 and Green Bay Packers traveling to Detroit to take on the 3-11-1 Detroit Lions. 43.5 point over-under. The Green Bay Packers are 12.5-point favorites. If they win this game, they have a shot at potentially clinching a first-round bye. Well, actually, they can clinch a first-round bye by winning this game, and they could potentially clinch home field advantage with a win uh, and a San Francisco loss uh, on Sunday night or a tie and a San Fran loss and a New Orleans loss or tie. So, Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Yeah, either way, the Packers really need to. They really need this game. I got the Packers winning, at, you know, on the road. I'm, I got the Lions covering the spread though, uh, and I'm gonna take the over. 
Uh, yeah, I love all the Packers in this matchup. The main ones, Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. I even like Jamal Williams is a flex, um, especially because they're, you know, going to be uh, an over and, I mean, up in this game. They definitely want to use both running backs. Aaron Jones kind of, like, carried them last week. So Whoa, I'm wait, sure Jamal, Williams, Jamal Williams isn't going to play. All right, there we go, number two. All right, well, let Aaron Jones <laughs> all the way. I even love him more. Uh, shout out to Aaron Jones last week for winning the chip again. Uh, respect to him. Uh, on the line side, you know, Kenny Galladay, very quiet, strong receiving season. He's leading the receiving uh, in receiving touchdowns, actually, uh, with 11. So I, I like him. Uh, Pro Bowl snub. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. Um, carry on and Bo. Um, Bo um, they both, like, split time, split, split a lot of carries and targets last week. Uh, I think they're just lower in flex options, but I think you can go somewhere else and find another option, I think. Um that's about it, really, on the, the line side. David Blau's in tank mode. That team's in tank mode. They, they're looking forward to the draft. So I think don't want to go too hard on Lions players here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the under here. I'm gonna go with Detroit to, to slightly cover. Twelve and a half is a, a large gap. I understand this Green Bay team has a lot to play for, but um Yeah, I still still think Detroit can cover it slightly. Um, and then I'm going to take Green Bay to win it. Uh, on the Green Bay side, you know, Aaron Rodgers, love him this week, obviously. Uh, this Green Bay, sec- there's Detroit secondary, 31st in pass defense efficiency um, over the last three weeks. So uh, definitely uh, like that matchup there for Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams, that's his number one target. Um, you know, this guy's got a 30% target share playing with, with Aaron Rodgers this year. Uh, so definitely like him in this matchup. Alan Lazard, he's like a low-end flex play uh, just based off the matchup, something if you're looking for some upside in multiple receiver league or you know PPR league, something like that. Um, <clears throat> and then on the Detroit, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Jones, of course, yes. Especially no Jamal Williams. We know the usage goes up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, on the Detroit side, uh, it's yeah, it's really about Kenny Galladay uh, at the receiver position, um, and then you know them being twelve and a half point dogs, they're gonna try to have they're gonna have to try to get Kenny Galladay involved, uh, maybe even Danny Amendola, but I'm I'm not stretching that. Um, maybe more like DFS purposes there, um, and then carry on somebody that's intriguing to me just because uh, we saw the usage last week, um, you know. It was it was it was modest, but it was his first game back, so that could have had something to do with it. Um, and then, but like he gets a better matchup this week against this Green Bay run defense, which does have a lot to play for. But um, you know they are like literally like uh, obviously they're not they wouldn't let Carry On run out there if he wasn't healthy um, in a season in which they have nothing to play for. So. Um, if Carrion's healthy, he's out there running around being himself. Then I think he could take advantage of of a of a matchup like this against Green Bay, just to you know be a viable flex play. Uh, yeah, I think just maybe the they might just have a mono volume and see what Bo Sparks Bo has to do too. I mean, uh, like snap count more still. Uh, I don't know why he's like got brought back for the last two weeks of the season in tank mode, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It, it felt like if, if they brought him back, it's because he's healthy, right? So, um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but 
Um, I guess I'm just kind of. I'm assuming that his touches will go up because it was mm-hmm. his first game back. Maybe that's not a fair assumption to make, but um, and I understand championship week. It's tough to make a call like that, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just I guess what your what risk you're willing to take. Um, anything else on this on this matchup? No, we keep rolling. All right, man. We got the five and ten L.A. Chargers traveling to Kansas City. To take on the eleven and four, nobody's talking about Kansas City mm-hmm. Chiefs. Forty-five and a half point over under. Chiefs are nine point favorites. They can clinch a first round bye with a win and a New England loss, um, which occurs at at one p.m. Both these games, the New England game and the and the Chiefs game. So, uh, Greg, what do you got in this matchup, man? Yeah, I got the Chiefs, man. They this the team is better than they were last year, and they they're they were one uh, bad like offsides call from getting to the Super Bowl. So I got them. I got them covering the spread. I got the over. Uh, I think the Chiefs team is rolling in all sides. I think hopefully I'm ho- hoping they could able to get this first round by. I need need some help, but I think you know hopefully they could do it. Um, yeah, Patty gotta start him. Gotta start Tyreek Hill. Gotta start Travis Kelsey. Those guys have been money all year, as we all as we predicted. Um, Charger side, <clears throat> uh, not really loving Philip Rivers in this matchup. I think he's gonna throw a lot of picks, um, which doesn't bode well for the receivers. Um, which uh, think you know maybe Austin Eckler is really the one you can trust. But it was a Melvin Gordon game last week, so both those guys have been going back and forth. I think all year, but I think you, you can. Maybe go with those guys as uh, strong flex options, uh, RB2s. Um, and the receivers, uh, it's going to be tough to really trust because I don't think Philip Rivers is going to have such a good game. Yeah, I, I agree with this. Um, we're going to find out if these Chiefs are for real. I mean, I know we know they're for real, but we know how this Chargers team could be. Mm-hmm. And they like to to you know hang around a little bit, especially with the, when they play better teams. Mm-hmm. But if this Chiefs team is the Chiefs team we believe they are, then they should put this Chargers team away, and they should blow off this, blow the doors off this nine point spread. So, I'm gonna take the under here, uh, just because the Chiefs defense has been playing a lot better. I'm gonna take the Chiefs to cover the spread, taking the Chiefs to win. Now, the defense has been playing a lot better the last few weeks. Uh, they rank second in pass defense efficiency in the last three weeks, when they rank fifth in run defense efficiency over the last three weeks. They're playing much, much better. Um, uh, and then, so I expect them to get after Phillip Rivers in this one. Uh, slow, you know, kind of shut him down, actually. Um, you know, Melvin Gordon had two rushing touchdowns last week. Uh, Austin Eckler would probably have more involvement in a game like this um, where, you know, we're expecting, uh, you know, the Chiefs to be, you know, heavily favored by nine points the Chargers will be trailing so maybe Austin Eckler should be involved in the pass game standpoint um and then on the Chiefs side you know like start every Chiefs that you can um yeah Patty like Tyreek Hill Travis Kelsey um I guess that's really not every Chief I can just those three really those three yeah the big three yeah (laughs) the big three and then um I think Damon Williams is intriguing Spencer Ware just recently put on IR with the shoulder injury, Damon Williams is, is healthy. Shady was inactive last week. Um, and so you know, they're, they're going to run the ball. It's just who's going to be the guy running it. So uh, Damon Williams took his assumed his role back last week. So I, I would expect that. So I think you could start Damon Williams. 
this week in championship week. Yeah. Um. Uh, anything else on this matchup or? Uh no, nah, keep rolling. All right, let's go. We got the let's go. four and eleven Miami Dolphins traveling to New England to take on the twelve and three New England Patriots. Like we talked about, uh, this game is tied to the Kansas City game. If the Pats win this game, they clinch a first round bye um, with a win or tie or a KC loss or tie. So um, these game these games are are intertwined a little bit. So. Uh, the Pats are 16.5 point favorites in this 44.5 point over under. They've got the highest uh, implied team team total on the on this slate of games with 31 points. So, Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Yeah, I, I said I wish I hope the Chiefs can do it, but I'm pretty sure they're not. Uh, this is going to be tough the, for the Pats to lose at home against this Dolphins team. I got them winning. I got them yeah, covering the spread. Um, I'm going to take the over. I think they dominate in this matchup, actually. Uh, they're home. Yeah, they, they're going against the Dolphins. They want to go into the playoffs, right? Um, people are sleeping on the Pats. You know, they're, they're another, you know, they think of them as like a weak uh, top seed team. So they're not playing as much well offensively. So I think they're going to try to fine tune and uh, send a statement uh, to the rest of the league. So I'm going to go with, you know, Tom Brady. I think you can trust him, actually, in a, in a, I think it's a good matchup. Um, no, the receivers is going to be tough, except for Julian Edelman. That's always the guy I can rely on. They are using the kill Harry of late a little more, but uh, I think, you know, Julian Edelman is, like, the guy you can always trust uh, for sure. Um, James White, I think he's going to be tough. Him or Sony Michelle, I'm not sure about it. I know one of them. He's going to have a good game. If I had to choose one, it's probably James White. Um, on the Dolphins side, I'm not really touching anybody, really. Yeah, I don't know what to do about this game because this, the Dolphins are playing really well. Um, so 16 and a half points. This is like the same line that they got the first time. Actually, I think the line was 21 and a half or something like that. But um, I, I'm going to give the Dolphins an opportunity to cover this spread mm-hmm. oh my god no no i'm not gonna do that the pats are they know it's on the line here first round first round by they, they know it. they need that <laughs> they need it they need it um so i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the pats to cover the spread i'm taking the pass to win i'm gonna take the over in this game uh i do think miami can get some points a little bit on the board so um yeah i i yeah, it's it's just really tough because it's like you see this total thirty one points. It's like how is how is this twenty nineteen New England Patriots team uh, save for the defense? How is that team going to score thirty one points? So um, you know, there's got to be some defensive touchdowns, some 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 pump blocks in here. You know, special team scores mm-hmm. something because I don't know how this Patriots team is going to score thirty one points. Um, you know. So Julian Edelman, yeah, I think he's the only player I can trust. Uh, Rex Burkhead though has been making a, uh, he's been playing more and more, more and more snaps. I think mm-hmm. actually James White played the lowest snaps he played um, all year last week. Um, you know, was that game script dependent or or what? Not really sure, but um, Rex Burkhead's touches have been going up. Basically, this this backfield is becoming a mess. Um, kind of what we know Patriots backfields to be. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe I would stay away from it. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. I would take that. I would just 
I would just stay away because, yep. you know, we have enough. Like, James White, we can call James White games sometimes because we know, like, all right, the Patriots are going to have to score some points here. All right, they're going to go up against the Baltimore or Kansas City where they're going to have to try to score some points. But I don't see them having to try to score points against Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though he's been hot. No offense, Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I don't see it happening. So, um, Anything else on this matchup? Uh, nah, yeah, we can keep it going. All right, man, we've got the 12-3 and New Orleans Saints traveling to Carolina to take on the 5-10 and Carolina Panthers. 45.5 point over under. Saints are... 13-point favorites. Uh, and New, New Orleans can clinch a first-round bye with a win and a Green Bay loss or tie or a win and a San Fran loss or tie. Um, so, basically, they need to win this game. So And they can clinch home field advantage. Sorry, I missed this one. They can clinch home field advantage with a win, a Green Bay loss, and a San Fran loss. So, Greg, what do you got in this matchup, man? Yeah, I got the Saints. I got the Saints winning. I got the Saints covering. Uh, I also have the over. Uh, yeah, I think this is also a very dominant game by the, the Saints. They want to, you know, send a message. Uh, get, they want to get a possible first round by. They want to have a game in New Orleans as well, a couple games in New Orleans. Um, they know how great they are in that arena, in the, the Superdome, uh, versus where they're on the road. So I think they go hard in this game. You know, get the dub. You're starting Drew Brees. You're starting Alvin Kamara. Uh, even Latavius Murray, I think both of those guys have a intriguing um, uh, matchup, especially here. Uh, Michael Thomas, Kankar Mike. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy for the Saints. Uh, on the Panther side, CMC or, or nothing, man. This is about it. CMC, and, you know, I think you can trust DJ Moore as well. Um, DJ yeah. Moore is out with a concussion. Oh, there we go, number three. So, I think, yeah, <laughs> go with, uh, yeah. Curtis Samuel should get involved here, um, which would be good. But Christian McCaffrey, I just have the most faith in. So I think I would touch no one else but him. Yeah, I am going to take the over in this game. I'm going to take Carolina to cover this 13-point spread, but I'm going to take the Saints to win. Uh, this Carolina team, after the firing of Ron Rivera and the benching of Kyle Allen, um, we only saw one week post Kyle Allen, but they've been playing a little bit harder, a little bit more competitive football. Um you know, they they did say they wanted to get to the analytics side, so that would be something to watch in the offseason for this team in terms of the, the hires that they make and decisions and things like that. But in terms of the now, um, you know, they seem to, if it's possible, um, get Christian McCaffrey more involved. And he's he's facing or he's chasing that fabled 1,000 and 1,000-yard season. Um, he's just about 60 or 70 yards away from or receiving yards away from um, – uh, from from reaching that total, so uh, Christian McCaffrey definitely you know the one I want to play. Uh, Curtis Samuel, I like him a little bit with the possibility that you know DJ Moore is going to miss this game. But uh, now that I say that out loud, Marshawn Lattimore on the other side, um, maybe that's a situation that I I really want to tie myself to in, in a fantasy playoff. Um, so yeah, I'll just stick with CMC. Um, and then on the New Orleans side, just roll all your saints out there. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, uh, Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook. Um, you know, those guys should be rolling here. Uh, maybe even this Chiefs defense or the Saints, the Saints defense as well. Uh, you could roll out there 13 point 
road favorite, so not not the best uh, or most ideal, but definitely still still favorable for them. Um, and again, going up against a rookie quarterback, making a second start, so um, I like that situation there. Uh, anything else you want to add up to this matchup, Greg? Uh, now nah, we on to the next, I think. All right, man. We got the six and nine New York Jets traveling to Buffalo to take on the one or sorry, the ten and five Buffalo Bills. This is a thirty six and a half point over under. Bills are one and a half point favorites. They've already clinched. Um, it seems that Sean McDermott says the starters are going to play, uh, but he didn't say how much. Um, so, Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Yeah, I got the Jets winning. I uh, got them covering the spread. Uh, and I'm going to take the under. Uh, this game, yeah, I, for fantasy, is not the way. I don't know if this is the game you should be looking at, um, especially for the Bills. They're going to be in and out. Uh, you don't know when any of them are going to come out the game, so I wouldn't touch any of those Bills. Uh, and then, yeah, on the Jets side, um, it's they're still on the road in Buffalo. Uh, I think it might be tough. I think you can touch a little more higher over-under games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, fantasy analysis right there. Start no one. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Uh, earlier in the week, I thought that maybe you could um, start Sam Darnold or some of these Jets pass catchers because uh, there wouldn't be, you know, the landscape was tough in terms of motive, you know, finding guys with motivation. They might be playing backups, but starters might be playing in this one. Don't know how much, how long you're going to get them in the game for on the Buffalo side. So, um, you know, this both those defenses still pretty good. So, not something that I want to, um, you know, rest my fantasy championship on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie Anderson's been pretty hot. Um, you know, he's actually the the one I would have been excited to to play in this matchup. Um, or not excited to play, willing to play in this matchup, just considering how hot he's been. And you know that there's a possibility Trey White might leave the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems that he's been in and out of practice all week with a with a calf injury. And someone who, who makes their money um, running down the field, I, I would imagine the calf is uh, very important. So um, probably would pivot away from him as well. So like you said, just don't want to start anybody in this game. Maybe Lev Bell, that's about it. Yeah. Um, Le'Veon Bell, that would literally be that would literally be it. Um, can't think of any any other person. The so. NFL sucked all the blood out of him though for HGH. Crazy. Yeah, there's no more no more blood in Lev Bell, so it's probably yeah. why he's had such a, bo- a poor season. You know, he's been you know <laughs> low on energy, so, you know iron, you know, know iron deficiency. Crazy. So, yeah, man. All right, um, but in this game, did I make a pick? I don't think I made a pick. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Jets to cover. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, and then anything else on this matchup? Nope. Seems like uh, we already gave nah. you fantasy analysis. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Jets are going to get seven wins to make Adam Gase look like he had a good season. So. <laughs> it's crazy. This will be the most winning and most winningest season in, in first year head the, coach for the Jets. No. Uh-oh. First, he's actually the first year. The he actually has the worst record uh, in franchise history for a first year head coach. All, f- all the past few uh, first year head coaches have had at least nine wins. Um, yeah, he's gonna get either six or seven, but this is the most successful season the Jets have had in the last like five years. So, most winningest season that they've had in like the last five years, and it feels like it's been like we were going zero and sixteen. So. It it's crazy. It does feel like that way. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Next up, we've got the. Is this a four o five game? 
let me just check what time this game actually is. Do we not have a 405 game? Oh, there. It yeah, seems like Eagles there's Giants no. Game. It's a 425 game now. Uh. That's true. Yeah, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any four o'clock games. Four o five games. All right. So starting at with the four twenty five p.m. games, this is going to be the five nine and one Arizona Cardinals traveling to L.A. to take on the eight and seven L.A. Rams. There's literally nothing to play for for either one of these teams. The Cardinals, their season has been that way all season. The Rams, their season just officially ended uh, last week. So we don't really know what Rams team we're going to get. Um, so something to keep be mindful of. We haven't seen this Rams team when they've really had nothing to play for. Um, so we don't know what, what Todd Gurley we're getting, what, you know, Jared Goff. You know, Jared Goff sucks anyway. So, um, you know, something to be mindful of. Jalen Ramsey already ruled out for this game. So that makes me intrigued by the on the Arizona side. But Kyler Murray is still questionable. So, Greg, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams in this game. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover, and I'm going to take the under. Um, yeah, this game is, is going to be interesting as well. Uh, both teams, yeah, mostly playing for pride. Um, but I think the only person, you know, he could go with, for sure, for sure, uh, Tyler Higby, man. That man's been money, yo. He's got the prime matchup. For, uh, I think this is this is a guy you got to go with. You got to start with confidence. Um, yeah, Todd Gurley. I think if uh, you know he's a guy that's the usage will, will be there. I think he is in a good spot as well. Um, but yeah, as far as you know, the players that I'm looking at for on both sides, Tyler Higby's, um, I got my eye on a lot. Um, and on the Cardinal side, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Kalamar being questionable. Um, not really sure if I like a lot of people other than Kenyon Drake, who's been you know fantasy M- MVP uh, for the playoffs this this uh, season. So I think you can ro- roll him out there as well. Yeah, so I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the Rams to cover and win. Um, I I don't believe Kyler Murray will play. Uh, I don't see a reason in him playing. He's been ruled a game-time decision. Um, There's really no reason to play your first overall pick quarterback um, in a meaningless season, especially one that, you know, uses his legs as much as Kyler Murray does. Uh, so uh, I would expect Brett Hundley to take over this game, and Brett Hundley did look pretty good against Seattle, um, but Seattle's pretty bad on defense, and they're pretty banged up. We kind of knew that going into that matchup. Um, and then on the, you know, but so on the Arizona side, I'm really not interested in starting anyone outside of maybe Kenyon Drake, um, you know, but on this, on the on the Rams side, uh you know, Todd Gurley, you have to start him. Tyler Higby, you have to. Um, Robert like Woods, saying. too. Robert Woods also as well. That's, that's yeah. the other one that I would say is Robert Woods. Um, outside of that, like, you know, Cooper Cup, I'm not interested. Uh, mm-hmm. His usage has been really down the last few weeks. And, um, you know, it's – it's it's and, you, like, the the reason he's he's been playing, at least the I feel like the reason he's been playing is in these games where, like, they need to play – or they need this drive. Um, that's where he's been used as of late. I don't know if they're going to get that in this game. So I don't know how much Cooper Cup's going to be used. So mm-hmm. not really something I'm tying myself to. Um, 
Also, by the way, did you know that Tyler Higby has 650 receiving yards on the season? He's been balling. He didn't. Even, he's not even this tight end to start the season. He's. That's he's, the part that's crazy. Yeah, is it's, that it's wild. He has. He was not even the, the the main. He was not even. Not even he was in the main tight end to start the season. He wasn't even in, involved in this offense. Yeah, to start Rams the season. Rams don't use tight ends. Yeah. That was the thing that we coming into the year. He's had three straight 100 yard reception games. He is 100 receiving eighth, yards. Yeah, eighth in tight end <laughs> receiving yards right now. Yo, he's killing. He's absolutely killing. He, last time he, they played him. He got 107 in the touchdown against the Cardinals. So this man has been super money. He's like the Cooper Cup of this offense now. Slid in. I just it just doesn't make and it just doesn't make any. Maybe because like, they like his blocking or something. I don't know. It's crazy. Through weeks one to three, through weeks one to four, he had 107 receiving yards. Man has 650 right now. This is wild. All right, yeah. sorry. Enough enough gloating over Tyler Higby. Um, definitely a name to watch next year, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's really it for me. I'm not really interested in starting anybody else. Word be out. All right. Um, next up, we got the 7-8 and eight Indianapolis Colts traveling to Jacksonville to take on the 5-10 and 10 Jacksonville Jags. This is a 41.5 point over under. The Colts were three and a half point favorites. They're now five and a half point favorites. Greg, what do you got? Yeah, I got the Colts in this game. I got the Jacks covering, uh, and I'm going to take the over. Uh, yeah, both these teams, as we know, are eliminated. Uh, again, playing for pride, but uh, I think um, Marlon Mack is in a very good spot here, um, in a good matchup, so I like him for sure. I think that's the only guy I'm really looking at on the <clears throat> on the Colts side. On the Jacks side, I think, you know, it's uh, Leonard Fournette, you know, is always a guy you can always look at. But other than that, you know, I think Arnimish plays well. I think he uh, doesn't do too badly. So he could be a, sh- a streamable option, but I wouldn't go too crazy with him and uh, the the targets out there like DJ Shark and, and D.D. Westbrook. I'm really relying on their, their run game, Leonard Fournette, really much in this game. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to take the – I'm going to take the – I'm gonna take the. I'm taking all the unders. I feel like I think the only over I took was the Saints game. Um, I'm gonna take the under though in this game. I'm gonna take the Colts to to cover and win the game. Um, the the Colts have a the Colts on on the well on the Colts side. I'm gonna go with obviously Marlon Mack. Although I I will be there's something I will be mindful of. Um, you know is is Quentin Nelson. Um, the the left guard for the for the Indianapolis Colts he's mm-hmm. in concussion protocol and um, if you don't know Quentin Nelson he's dominant second year oh, guard yeah. like all pro level he's mm-hmm. the only guard whose highlights I've seen on social media Twitter yep. Instagram and stuff like that um, and if he can't play that's a huge downgrade to the Colts offensive line um, and so you know that that affects Marlon Mack that affects Jacoby Brissett. Um, it could have, you know, how much it affects them against this Jags team, I don't know. But if you look at this Jags, where the strength of this Jags team is, it's in the defensive line with Calais Campbell and the other Josh Allen. So, um, you know, it's definitely something to keep to be mindful of. He's questionable. Uh, of course, he wants to play, but that's out of his control with it being a concussion and him being an offensive lineman and with nothing on the line for this game. I don't know what the sense in would be with playing him. So definitely something to be mindful of if, you know, if he doesn't play. Um, 
But then on the Jags side, this Colts defense is bad as well. I mean, they started out being really good, um, but their pass defense is 32nd in the league in terms of pass defense efficiency over the last three weeks. So that gives me a little bit of excitement about Gardner Minshew. Um, But, you know, DJ Shark, we don't know how healthy he is. Uh, He played last week. Um, You know, he's limited participant in practice this week again, which was similar uh, practice to what he did last week. So, uh, you know, he's chasing that thousand yard season. So uh, I think you can play him uh, with, you know, I would temper my expectations, though, because of of the ankle again. But um, if you need some upside, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't see any anything wrong with going there. Other other than that, you could go obviously Chris Conley. Um, what about D.D. Westbrook? Is how's he been doing the last few weeks? Do you know, uh, I don't. Yeah, he hasn't been doing much. Um, not from my viewpoint, so I don't know if I would uh really trust him as a you know for a fantasy championship he's also banged up a little bit so i wouldn't go with him um so some piece in this some piece in this jacksonville second or you know receiving core could have a could have a day maybe it's going to be chris conley so um just be you know watch the you know dj sharks availability and true true um dd westbrook's you know his his health status but uh if that's the case then you could go in another direction um, anything else in this matchup or now nah, we on to the next. All right, man, we've got the seven and eight Oakland Raiders traveling to Denver to take on the six and nine Denver Broncos. This is a 41 and a half point over under the Broncos are three and a half point favorites. Is that a typo? No. Or are they actually, they're actually yeah. three and a half point favorites. Yeah. Okay. The Broncos are three and a half point favorites. Uh, in a game that the Raiders absolutely need to 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 potentially keep their playoff hopes alive, mm-hmm. they need a lot to happen. But um, basically, they can clinch a playoff spot with a win, a Pittsburgh loss, a Tennessee loss, an Indianapolis win, um, and that would give them the strength of strength over strength of victory tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. Um, and you know, all these games are played at four twenty five p.m. So. Uh, Greg, what do you got in this matchup where Oakland is a three and a half point dog on the road? Yeah, I think people they really don't trust uh, their car late in the season on the road uh, in Denver. Yeah, that that's kind of what I'm looking at. So it definitely makes sense to me. But I'm I'm gonna still take the Raiders. I think they find a way to get it done. Uh, so I got them covering the spread. And I'm gonna take the under. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Denver wins even or even rolls in this game. Um, Drew Lock has some potential, I think. Um, he's he's not playing as bad as his performances have uh, been okay. So I think the only one you could trust on the Raiders side is uh, DeAndre Washington, though. He's been balling of late. Um, I think you, you can roll with him. Uh, Tyra Williams I wouldn't really trust too much, but I mean, he could be a low-end flex option. Um, and Hunter, Hunter Renfro is really the receiver I would trust uh, in that offense <clears throat> for the Raiders. So DeAndre Washington, Hunter Renfro on the Broncos side. Uh Philip Lindsay, you know he he's been playing play well last week, uh, so I think you can roll him out there um, and Corner Sun as well. I think those two guys you can trust. Yeah, for, I'm just still in shock by this line. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the under here. I'm gonna take the Raiders to cover. I'm gonna take the Raiders to win. Uh, they really need this game. I mean, Denver's been playing hard, even though they've really had nothing to play for all year. They've been playing mm-hmm. hard under Vic Fangio. 
Um, their run defense uh, has is you know thirty second in, in in the league over the last three weeks. So um, they've been a part of the most stunning win of the year, uh, upset of the year with Houston. So yeah, um, that, that, that is also true. Yeah, this is true. Um, they are at home in this one. Um, but, you know, because of that, the run defense efficiency, them being 32nd, DeAndre Washington, uh, I really like him a lot this week going up against Denver in a game Oakland needs to win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Hunter Renfro, I, I like as well on the Oakland side. Darren Waller um, uh, also. Uh, but on the Denver side, yeah, it's just Cortland Sutton and, and Philip Lindsay. That's really it for me yeah. uh, on yeah, that yeah, side. Yeah. and. and that's that's really that's really it. Yeah, no, this um, might be a little boring game, but uh, uh, see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just and it's just at least it's good that you know the teams they need the game. Like Oakland, need, I mean, Oakland really needs this game. Yeah. Um, and they don't know they won't know their fate until they're done with this game. So right, I like I like that as well. You don't get the half-hearted tanking when they find out like before the game starts that they were eliminated yeah no nah, they just be looking at that scoreboard all the way through <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right man so next up a- another game that matters man um we've got the eight and seven philadelphia eagles traveling to oh, MetLife to take on the four and eleven new york giants who are hoping to play spoilers here as philadelphia needs to win this game to clinch the NFC East and clinch their spot in the playoffs and host a playoff game. This is a 45.5 point over-under. The Eagles are four-point favorites. Greg, what do you got? Yeah, this game is super juicy, especially for a team that's like 4-11. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants, though, to win, actually. Uh, let's play spoiler. I'm going to take the Giants to cover the spread, and I'm going to take the over. Um, yeah, two horrible secondaries in this matchup. So that's gonna be you know spells shoot out a lot. So uh, you know on the on the Eagles side, gotta love Carson Wentz. You gotta love Miles Sanders. Gotta love Greg Ward. Gotta love uh, Ertz and Goddard. Been absolute dominant last week. Uh, so Ertz those guys might not play this oh, week. There we go. Oh, that's four. Here we go. Goddard for <laughs> sure though. He's a guy you got gotta roll out there. He ate last week against the Cowboys in a huge win. Um, yeah, he's he might be the tight end of the future. But we'll see what happens. But yeah. They're, they're going to be the guys on the Eagles side. The Giants side is pretty easy. Danny Dimes is about to eat. Saquon's about to eat. Starry Slayton's about to eat. Sterling Shepard is about to eat, man. Those four guys I think you can trust for sure. Uh, you know, even Caden Smith, you know, he always has some intrigue as a stream rule tied in. Um, but, yeah, I think more of the, the outside perimeter guys are going to eat in this matchup, um, especially with Danny Dimes. Yeah, this game is really juicy. I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the over here. I'm gonna take Green uh, well Green Bay. I'm gonna take Philadelphia to win this game uh, and cover this four point spread. Um, you know Carson Wentz, he's been balling as of late, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, really stepped it up. Uh, really silencing the doubters here, uh, especially considering the fact he's got no weapons or or who his weapons are. No offense to his weapons. But, um, you know, he's not going to have Zach Ertz this week. He's ruled out with the broken ribs. Uh, so Dallas Goddard, uh, definitely. You know, we've been saying it all year. Dallas Goddard, he's got that built-in upside. Um, and, you know, it finally happens. It only took 16 weeks, but it's here. So Dallas Goddard, start him up at the tight end position. Uh, the Giants have been, uh, you know, they've been pretty bad against the tight end, especially since they lost uh, Jabril Peppers with the back fracture. So, um 
you know, Dallas Goddard, I think, would have, will have a big day here. Uh, and then um, Greg Ward, I also really like him to have a big day here as mm-hmm. well. The Philadelphia Eagles, they haven't had no weapons. Uh, Greg Ward, the converted quarter, former Houston quarterback, um, you know, has developed into a, a quality wide receiver. For that Charlie Ward's nephew? Eagles. Like famous basketball player, like football player Charlie uh, Ward? That's a good question. Every time I think about it. I'm like, oh no, that's Charlie. I don't even know that's his dad good... play for the Knicks, yo. <laughs> that's a yeah, because it was a basketball. Yeah, he was a basketball player. That's a really good. I, I'll find an answer and I get back to you. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, he's he's definitely coming on into his own, developing as a wide receiver. So, uh, like that there, and then on the Giants side, uh, yeah, Danny Dimes, man, you can start him. Um. This eagle, I will say though, this Eagles' pass defense has gotten better. Um, Joe, you know, we've been saying that over the last few weeks they've gotten better. There were some opportunities there. Um, you know, Eli had made made some opportunities for, uh, for the Giants a couple weeks ago. Darius Slayton had a big game against these Eagles, um, but he, you know, he's also banged up with a knee injury. Seems like he's okay though, expected to play, um, but he was struggling with that during the game on Sunday. Um, but I still also do like the prospects of this Eagles. And I say it every week when, when it comes to Danny Dimes, and it sounds like a broken record, but uh, I like the the prospect of this Eagles defensive line to be able to get after Danny Dimes here. Fletcher Cox uh, is a little banged up but with a bruised elbow, it seems like, but he's expected to play. And, um, you know, we know Danny Dimes gives the ball up, so definitely mm-hmm. something to, to watch there if you're, if you're looking for a defense to start. Um, but Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, both these Penn State running backs, I think you start them both. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, Miles Sanders has been hot, man. He's been hot. Uh, he's going to be one of those guys that um, I think, you know, obviously the savvy fantasy owner is, you know, next year is going to be drafting Miles Sanders in the, in the third or fourth round, remembering what he kind of did this year. Um, whereas the people that, you know, maybe didn't pay attention at the at the end of the year or, you know, they stopped paying attention because they were out of it, they're not going to remember this run that Miles Sanders went on. Right. Yeah, as long as the situation running back-wise, because the Eagles could draft two more again, because so, uh, as long as that situation is clear for him, he's the guy, man. He's Saquon's little brother, uh, Saquon baby, yeah, big baby Saquon. There we go. Baby Saquon, yes, sir. Yep. Um, and in terms of Charlie Ward, Greg Ward, there seems to be no relation. Nah, boo. <laughs> yeah, just two former quarterbacks that, you know, made their athleticism shine in other ways. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right, man. Uh, anything else on this matchup other than you picking the Giants to win this game? Uh, nah, yeah, it should be a really good game. I'm, I'm going to have my eyes glued to this one. I bet you will. Um, next up, we've got the 8-7 and seven Pittsburgh Steelers. Also need this win. We've talked about it before, but Pittsburgh, uh, they can clinch a playoff spot with a win and a Tennessee loss or tie. Tennessee controls their destiny, but he, uh, Pittsburgh, with a Tennessee loss or tie and a win, can clinch a playoff spot against these 13-2 uh, and two Baltimore Ravens who have nothing to play for to the point where they've already come out and said since last Sunday or last Monday that their starters were going to sit in this game. Uh, Lamar Jackson and company not playing. This Again, this is why you don't play Week 17, right? You, you right. went out, come on, man. you drafted Lamar Jackson in like the 10th, 11th, 15th round, 
and you made a great decision, and now because you're, he was he got your team to this champ this fancy championship, you can't even relish in his Crazy. glory in week seventeen. Crazy because he had such a good year. He can't win you a chip. Like, you can't actually say that. It's wild. Wild man, wild. So we get week seventeen out of here. They should just make it not an option. Honestly. Yeah, just eliminate it from fantasy from fantasy football. Yep. <sighs> All right. So again, thirteen and two, Baltimore Ravens, nothing to play for. RG three, Justice Hill. These are the names that you'll be seeing out there. Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Thirty-seven point over under. Steelers are one and a half point favorites. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steelers here. Um, go with them to cover the spread. I think it's a field goal game, uh, and I'm gonna take the over. Um, yeah, I think think they'll be. The way more to more motiv- uh, motivated team. Uh, they've been playing their hearts out. They really want to get into the playoffs. Um, get Mike Tomlin that Coach of the Year award. Uh, so I think I could trust them to get the dub here. <clears throat> yeah, like you said on the Ravens side, um, Justice Hill, I think has some a, a lot of intrigue um, as far as the weapon they'll use a lot. Um, RG three, they'll you know, go back to a very you know keep the same offense. Honestly, they could do that with him as well. Um, so Justice Hill should be have a lot of intrigue here. Um, on the Steelers side, yeah, it's going to be tough for them to see how they're going to win this game. I think they win with their defense and timely scoring. It's um, just a matter of who's going to score. So I'm I'm going I'm to stay away from the Steelers players here and a little over-under. Uh, I think you can find us some other players too. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from the Steelers side of this game. I'm going to yeah. take the under. I'm going to take the – I'm actually going to take the Ravens to win this game, um, cover the spread. Um, you know, I, I I do think that while the starters aren't playing, the backups will be playing. I do think that there's some potentially some motivation to want to keep these guys out. Hey, or hey, maybe you maybe you let them in. I don't know, right? Like maybe you let Duck Hodges come into the playoffs. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't see how a Duck Hodges led football team yeah could go out into Baltimore. And, you know, move the ball well. I mean, he's already been – he was benched. I mean, I guess they can't bench him now because Mason Rudolph got hurt. Uh, Crazy. So, Mike Tomlin's lost that, you know, that, that that weapon that he's had to use against bad Duck Hodges. So, um, <laughs> sorry. It's wild, I just man. heard I heard a, heard a really funny joke on the fantasy footballers, and it was just like Duck, Duck, Rudolph. It's <laughs> the game that they were playing. Yeah. <laughs> basically um um yeah so no it was just so yeah so I, i'm not gonna take i'm not touching the Steelers side on the Ravens side though rg3 maybe you could play him but the matchup's not great uh so i, I don't really want to do that uh, so if you're look lamar jackson owner i wouldn't recommend that as a pivot um you know but uh justice hill gus edwards those are guys that intrigue me for sure mm-hmm um. Yeah, I think that's really it for me. I, I'm like, I'm not starting anybody else. Like, none of the receivers on the Steelers side. James Conner, he's obviously he's hurt again. Whoa, what a surprise! Shocking. Crazy. News. Um. So you know, Benny Snell, he's coming in, but I'm not excited to start Benny Snell against the Ravens. So like, I yeah, I'm okay. Yep. We're on to the next. All right, on to the next one. Another game. It's got to be one man. The eight and seven Tennessee Titans—they control their destiny as they travel to Houston to take on the ten and five Houston Texans. The 
Titans started out as three and a half point favorites. They're now five and a half point favorites. Uh, Houston has already clinched. They don't have anything to play for. Um, but the but Bill O'Brien has already said that the Texans will play. He's not going to sit the starters. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, Deshaun Watson's got a back injury. DeAndre Hopkins, he's questionable. Will Fuller was already ruled out. So with nothing to play for, do they really um, do they really play the full game, any of that stuff? You know the motivation on the Tennessee side. So, Greg, what do you got in this 44.5 point over-under where the Titans are 5.5 point favorites? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans to also cover. And, yeah, I'm going to take the, the over in this game. Um yeah, I just think the Titans are very well motivated. They're the uh, out of all these uh, prospects, you know, I think the Titans have the best chance to to get in. Hopefully, think they 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 could do it. Um, they're a good team. Um, I think they show it here uh, and close out the season strong, uh, regardless if they make it or not. Uh, and yeah, and I, I I love Ryan Tannehill. Um, I love AJ Brown. Um, those two guys, you know, been money. AJ Brown for Rookie of the Year. That's all I gotta say. Uh, I'm not. Is Derrick Henry playing or not? Derrick Henry is going to play. He's expected to play. Um, they do need this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how much he will he be used. But, um, you know, it's a must win. So, yeah. Uh, I think if he's playing, you got to, you got to, I think you can trust him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, for me, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Titans to, to cover the spread and win this game. I'm going to take the over here. Um. Yeah, it's sorry. So, um, for me, Ryan Tannehill, he is, uh, you know, obviously somebody that when we talk about this week, we talk about what it means. Um, you know what what people are playing for. Ryan Tannehill is one of those guys. He's got the the team incentives at at stake here with the playoff berth for the Titans, but he's also got some contract incentives. If Ryan Tannehill throws for two hundred and six passing yards this. This uh this Sunday, he'll earn an additional two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, if he throws for three passing touchdowns, he'll earn an, another uh two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that can get to half a million bucks if it's if he throws for five touchdowns. It's highly unlikely, but um definitely still possible. So um, you know he's somebody that I you know DFS lineups and things like that. He's gonna be a staple for me um just because. Uh, you know, I I know that he obviously needs to win this game on the on the uh, terms of the running backs. Derrick Henry, I think you you're gonna have to play him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's healthy, he's active. You're gonna play him. Yep. Um, you, you know, if you're the Derrick Henry owner, pick up Deion Lewis just in case. If you're the Derrick Henry, if you're the Derrick Henry opponent, uh, you know, pick up Deion Lewis. Just play some defense. Um, you know, AJ Brown studs play him. Uh, Tajay Sharp, also somebody who's interesting, caught two touchdowns last week. Uh, Houston's bad in the secondary, so um, you know, and had Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis, they're both they're both out. So Tajay Sharp, someone who's definitely intriguing to me, um, and then uh, you know, Johnu Smith, also intriguing as well. With you know, obviously you know the receivers being banged up, and on the Houston side, I don't really want to trust anybody, but if they tell me Deshaun Watson's gonna play, if they tell me DeAndre Hopkins, you know, if Deshaun Watson, if they tell me Deshaun Watson is going to play, I'm probably not going to play him. Yeah, no, because he's, he's got the back. End. He's, 
yeah, he's got the back injury. They could pull him out at any moment. Um, D Hop though, I might I might start. Um, yeah, just because he could catch a touchdown early, and you know, like or you know something to that effect. So, um, but you know, I I wouldn't take the risk with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, anything else in this matchup, or are we moving? We moving on. Nah, yeah, this is the game. Move that to the game of the game of the year. Uh, that happened in game of the week. Oh no, we go. got one one more game before the game of the year. Oh, unfortunately, <laughs> we got the Redskins <laughs> three and twelve Washington Redskins traveling to Jerry World in Dallas, Arlington actually, to take on the seven and eight Dallas Cowboys. Forty five and a half point over under. Cowboys are twelve and a half point favorites. They need this game and they also need a, a Philadelphia loss so Greg you know assuming I think I know what you're gonna do next I, I think you you're putting the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs it's crazy I know it's, it's a very unfortunate um I really uh I really don't want this to happen if uh they don't really deserve to be in it but because I think the Giants are gonna win uh this is this is what's gonna happen so um I wouldn't be mad either way if the Giants take that L though so I'm gonna go with the Cowboys to win. I'm gonna go with the Redskins to cover. Uh, yeah, and I'm gonna take the under. Yeah, the Cowboys are gonna dominate in this game. Really, I think just running the ball. I love Zeke in this matchup. Uh, I think they get back to well, they have been doing that. He's been getting the ball a lot the last couple of weeks, but they uh, kind of like the Rams game. I think they solidify him and start starts with him. And yeah, um, Dak has a, a a decent game. I think he has a good game. Um, gets it to his guys. Um, Coop and uh, Gallup and every, uh, those guys, but it's going to be tough for me to trust really anybody but uh, Zeke a lot because the matchup is very juicy for him. Um, on the Redskins side, um, yeah, the Redskins side, I wouldn't really go hard. AP, um, he's been you know, pretty consistent. I think he's a, a good RB2 for you. You can start him um, in a good matchup, in a decent matchup. And uh, McLaurin, I think you know, he's Got a decent matchup here as well. Uh, I think you can trust him as like a, a, a flex option, considerable flex. Uh, are you ready for number five? Oh man, oh man. I don't think I don't think Terry's <laughs> playing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, really yeah, no pass catchers. I wouldn't out. really trust any other pass catchers then if Terry McLaurin's not well, playing. Well, Cam Sims. Cam Sims has been he's been That's true. he's been playing well. That's true. Or he not did. Cam Sims, Steven Sims. Yeah, Steven Sims, Sims you're right. Well. You're right. Um, he's been playing well, so he's the one that I would lean to. So, but for me, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the under in this game. Um, I'm gonna take uh, the Redskins to cover this spread. I'm gonna take the Cowboys to win. Um, you know, obviously, we know the Cowboys need this game. They need this win. Um, I just. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see if Jerry uh, Jason Garrett still has the ears of this team. Uh, you know they still if they're still gonna play hard for him. Um, you know they kind of seemed like they quit last week against Philadelphia. So you get a three and twelve Washington team. Uh, you couldn't get up for a Philadelphia team that you had to go through to basically control your own destiny. How are you gonna get up for a three and twelve team that you don't even control your own in a game in which you don't even control your own destiny? So. Um, yeah, I find it very hard to see these guys getting up. But Zeke, obviously, you're going to start him. Uh, Amari Cooper is at home. Yay. Get to start him. Awesome. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Dak Prescott still a bit messing around with that shoulder. I would pivot, honestly. Um, I think I'm, I actually like Case Keenum a little bit on the other side of this game. 
Um, and the only reason I say that is because, let me pull this up, the Dallas Cowboys over the last three weeks give up the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, Indianapolis and San Fran giving up one, being one and two, but Dallas gives up the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position. And, um, you know, Kirk, Cus- or Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum, does kind of look like Kirk Cousins in that number eight Redskins jersey, by the way. Um, but Kirk Cousins, he, well, Case Keenum, <laughs> he, he looked pretty good last week coming in against the Giants. Uh, and he gets to go against the Cowboys this week. So actually, he's he's definitely somebody that's intriguing to me. Um, and then, you know, Steven Sims as a weapon. Uh, AP, who you talked about before, uh, I think, you know, you can start him. Gets to go back to back to Jerry World. He's from Dallas. This game, so you know that's going to be nice for him, because um, you know, he's from he's from Texas. Uh, but then also he can earn half a million dollars. Uh, he has a five hundred thousand dollar incentive that he can earn if he hits a thousand yards rushing on the season. Um, he is currently one hundred and eighty yards away from that goal. So uh, improbable, but not impossible. Um, that AP runs for you know one hundred and eighty yards. So. Um, you know, definitely some extra motivation for him as well. Um, anything else on this matchup? Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe. nah. We can move on. No. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Now we get to the game yeah. of the week. This is we had to get through all this bad football to get to this this one game where both teams have something to play for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we've got the twelve and three San Francisco Forty ers traveling to Seattle. Take on the eleven and four Seattle Seahawks. FanDuel Sportsbook has this game as a forty-seven point over under. The Niners are three and a half point favorites. And before we get to this, let's just lay down what's 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 at stake here for both these teams. Uh, San Fran can clinch home field advantage with a win and a Green Bay loss and a New Orleans loss. Or no, sorry, San Fran can clinch home field advantage with a win just by winning tonight. They mm-hmm. clinch home field advantage. Um, they obviously that means they win the NFC West with the win, and they get a first round bye with the win, as well. Um, you know, obviously if they lose, they drop down to the five seed. What that does for Seattle, however, though, is Seattle will then uh, win, uh, clinch the division. They'll clinch a first round bye with a win and a Green Bay loss, um, but they can also clinch home field advantage with a win. And a Green Bay and New Orleans loss. So basically, put this put this uh, in perspective. Both these teams need this win. Uh, both these teams can walk out of this game with home field advantage, uh, contingent on what happened earlier in the day, um, or they could walk out division winners, or they could walk out, uh, you know, going on the road and in in, in uh, next week in a playoff game. So, Greg, with all this at stake. In this forty-seven and a half point or forty-seven point over/under and a three and a half point spread in the Niners' favor, what do you got? Yeah, I got the Niners to win. I got them Seattle covering, uh, and I'm gonna take the over. Uh, yeah, this game, last game, I think was the game of the year. Going back and forth, going to overtime on Monday night it was an insane game. Uh, it was so good. I think it might be a little close to that level here. Um, this is the AFC West Championship game, basically. So this is the first playoff game for these guys. Uh, they're they're going to be doing what they can to to get home field because it's you know especially Seattle. I think it's going to be hard to. It's, both cities are really hard to play in. Uh, the energy 
of that they're going to have for the playoffs is going to be tough. So um, I'm going to take the Niners to win, though. I think Jimmy G, I like him. I like, you know, a lot of the players in this game. Debo Samuel, I love a lot. Um, Raheem Morse, I think you can maybe trust as more of like a RB2 or RB3 option um, if you're going to trust any of those running backs. Uh, on the Seahawks side, Russell Wilson, uh, there's no Chris Carson or, you know, it's Robert Turbin and Marshawn Lynch. So it's more, you know, they, they're still going to run the ball. Uh, Travis Homer, that's right. They're still going to definitely run the ball to those guys. It's just a matter of who's going to get the carry. So I don't know if you could trust one single guy. Uh, Russell Wilson, I think you can trust. And <clears throat> I think he's going to have to use one of these receivers in this game. And it's probably going to be DK. DK Metcalf, so I, I like him actually in this matchup. Yeah, I, I actually, so in this game, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take the Niners to cover and the Niners to win. This game is going to be, it's going to be a real good one, man. Um, I think we finally see Russell Wilson be unleashed because uh, I don't think they have a choice. Um, it's just going to be really interesting. Are they going to be stupid and they're going to try to run Travis Homer and, you know, Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin? Uh, forty, you know, fifty-seven percent of the time in neutral game script, or are they finally gonna unleash uh, Russell Wilson and allow him to throw, um, mm-hmm. you know, with that efficiency that he throws with, but in a larger, a larger volume, you know. So, be interesting to see. But if that happens, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, I like them. Tyler Lockett also intriguing. He's got uh, again back to the money, but he can max out his contract incentives and earn an extra $100,000 by catching nine passes on Sunday night. He can also earn, if he catches a if he catches one more touchdown, he'll earn an additional $200,000. And that $200,000 could be become $300,000 if he catches three touchdowns. So that's probably unlikely, but the nine catches and a touchdown, that's definitely likely right there. Uh, and then the best part with his contract situation is whatever incentives that he hits in his contract they get added to his base salary next year. So he's got a lot on the line for himself and, and his team. So um, Tyler Lockett, uh, DK Metcalf, if if they, if they really can't run, the, if there really are no running backs or maybe they're not confident in the run game, they're going to have to lean on Russell Wilson a little bit more. So um, I like that there. And then, um, you know, so but in terms of the running game, I would lean Travis Homer just because, He's the guy that we saw. He's the guy that's been there. Um, and he also caught six passes last week, um, five or six passes last week. So that right there, um, well, you know you know he'll be involved regardless of what kind of game it is tonight or on, on Sunday night. And then um, on the San Fran side, Jimmy G, got to love him in this matchup. You know, this Jadavion Clowney says he's going to play. Um, I'm not sure what Shaquille Griffin's status is, um, but – if he's if he's still out, then that's a huge plus for you know for up um, oh, Shaquille Griffin is gonna play, um, so that's huge, you know for the for the Seahawks defense uh, if if they that they will be playing, but um, you know Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, I, I like both those guys, and then, and you know our guy George Kittle every week, so oh yeah, um, got to money. Yeah, and then on the running back side, you were saying Raheem Mostert. Yeah, I like I like that I like that there as well. So, um, yeah, I, that's that's really gonna be it. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna touch Tevin Coleman. I'm not gonna touch, um, I'm not gonna touch uh, Matt Breida. I'm just gonna stay there. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's it for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um. All right, man. Anything else in this matchup? Are we ready to get to that money time? Yeah, it's money time. You already know. Week 17, money time, man. Let's go, bro. What do you got for quarter, your quarterback start of the week, man? What do you got? Uh, yeah, I got my man Ryan Tannehill, this man versus the Texans. Three straight top 10 finishes as quarterback uh, in fantasy. He's been money in this fantasy playoffs, as we expected. Uh, one of those games in the last three was against the Texans, and that was a more motivated Texans team. So you know he's about to go off in this matchup. Uh, the Titans really need this game. They win and they're in, uh, and the Texans are bottom three against QBs in fantasy still. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting a huge game from Ryan Tannehill. He, get, he gets it done. Oh, man, I like that one a lot. Ryan Tannehill obviously talked about the incentives and obviously the team incentives, so got to love that one. My start of the week at the quarterback position, I'm going with Carson Wentz, man. Uh, in, in this week 17, got to find the guys that need something to play for. Uh, so Carson Wentz, he's my guy, and he's got the perfect storm of, of, of a situation. He's got a, he's got a good matchup in, in the New York Giants, uh, give up the fourth most fantasy points to the quarterback position over the last three weeks, uh, 23.4 points a game to the position. Uh, and during that same span, Carson Wentz, uh, Carson Wentz uh, over, the, over the last three weeks is oh, – I just had it pulled up. During that same span, Carson Wentz – is averaging 20.3 point fantasy points per game, uh, the QB seven during that time span. So uh, he's continuing to roll. He's got to get his team into the playoffs, and the Eagles need this win. So Carson Wentz, roll him up. Yeah, definitely. That's a good spot with there. This should be a, a good shootout on that matchup. Yeah, man. Uh, wide receiver start of the week, brother. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with Debo Samuel versus Seattle. Got eight receptions on 11 targets last time these two teams matched up. And that, that game of the year, uh, this game is very pivotal for, pivotal for both teams. I think Debo's usage will be on full display here. Uh, he's becoming you know, Jimmy G's most reliable target. Uh, got six targets last week, three in the red zone, which is pretty good. Uh, I think he gets in the end zone again here. Uh, Debo gets it done everywhere. Wide receiver and running back everywhere. Yeah, man, Debo Samuel is definitely one of my favorite guys just with the, with the involvement that he has every week and every which way that they get him involved. So... Gotta love that one. My wide receiver start of the week. I'm gonna go with Greg Ward, man. Um, he's mm-hmm. he's become he's become Carson Wentz's number one guy, uh, and he's gonna he gets a Giants team that struggles against the wide receiver position, um, especially after letting Janoris Jenkins go recently. So uh, they they definitely are struggling there. And, and Greg Ward, he's a wide receiver 16 over the last three weeks, averaging 12.6 fantasy points per game. Uh, and especially in PPR leagues, half-point PPR leagues, this guy can definitely help you out. So, um, yeah, Greg Ward, start him up, man. Yeah, for sure. Greg, running back start of the week, brother. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Zeke. He's going to eat against his Redskins team. Heavy home favorites versus the third-worst team against running backs in fantasy. Uh, the Cowboys, again, desperate to win. They do it the right way. Zeke got at least 20 touches in each of the last three games. Uh, the formula is set up perfectly for him. Uh, even Tony Pollard, I think, is going to get some uh, involvement here late. Um, but, yeah, Zeke is going to run all over the Redskins today, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like that one a lot. Um, my running back start of the week, I'm actually going to go with DeAndre Washington, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a matchup against the Oakland Raiders. Or, he is on the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> he's got a matchup against the Denver Broncos, um, who... Again, ranked 32nd in terms of run defense efficiency over the last three weeks. 
So they're trending downward in, in, in their run defense. And uh, like we talked about, Oakland really needs this win. They're the number 12 run offense in the last three weeks. Uh, they're not going to be able to really uh, run the uh, throw the ball against this this uh, Broncos pass secondary and and Oakland right now last three weeks is running the ball 52 percent of the got 52 percent of the time in usual game script. So uh, DeAndre Washington taking the the, the lion's share of those touches with the absence of Josh Jacobs. I expect that to continue this week. So start him up. Yeah, definitely. I like that one. Greg, your uh, tight end start of the week, man. What do you got? Oh man. This is very simple here. Tyler Higby, nine receptions on 11 targets last week against the 49ers. And that was with the healthy Gerald Everett. Man's got three straight 100-yard games. And the best part, he, they play the Cardinals only four weeks this season, you know, the, the, the season where a tight end hasn't scored a touchdown against the Cardinals. So uh, it's only four games. Like, it's guaranteed uh, that they're going to get it uh, 13 out of the 17 weeks. Touchdown scored by a tight end. You got to start Tyler Higby. Last time Higby went up against the Cardinals, he had seven receptions for 107 and a touchdown. It's, yeah, it's easy money here. Tyler Higby. Oh, man, yeah, I like that one. That's easy money right there. Uh, for me, I'm going to take some easy money right here, too, because I've made this guy the stream of the week, and he wasn't even the number one guy. Now he gets uh, this, the tight end position all to himself, and that's right. I'm talking about Dallas Goddard, uh, Zach Ertz out with the broken ribs. Dallas Goddard, he's going to be the full-time tight end the only tight end for Carson Wentz. And, you know, we talked about Carson Wentz isn't going to have weapons. He, he's going to look around, and he's not even going to see people he knows, and he's going to say, oh, Dallas Goddard, I know you. Let me get you this football. And best of best of all, he gets to go against the Giants defense. That gives up the most fantasy points to the tight end position over the last three weeks. Um, that may be a little unfair because, well, guess what? Uh, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, they ripped these guys apart uh two weeks ago so that adds to this total so uh i don't see how that stops here like i was saying since jabril peppers left this this uh this defense uh they've been they've been struggling against the tight ends even more so um i i fully expect dallas goddard to have a day here yeah absolutely all right man let's get to those streams man let's get to these these these, these streams of the week brother qb stream what do you got man Oh, yeah, you already know. That's Danny Dimes, man. Danny Dimes about to eat against this Eagles team. Uh, man, it, you know, he went a spectacular performance last week. The QB won in fantasy. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets that type of performance again. He's home. Uh, yeah, it's Danny Dimes. There's nothing more I can really say about this, man. Yeah, man, that's that's easy money right there, uh, Danny Dimes. For, for me, it's tough, man. It's, it's, uh, it's tough to find people. Uh, that is stream worthy, but I'm gonna go with Jared Goff here against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I know he's been made available in leagues. He's he's definitely out there. Uh, we know the Cardinals. They've been slight. They've been better uh, the last few weeks against the quarterback position. Um, but you know they played Duck Hodges. Uh, you know they Baker Mayfield had an okay game, and then there was the Seattle game, which was just weird. But uh, overall, they they they've been. St- you know, strong matchup for quarterbacks and Jared Goff. Uh, he finished. Um, he finishes the QB nine. The last time he played these guys, and that was the last uh, time they gave up a top fifteen performance. So, uh, Jared Goff, I continue. I would expect him to continue to uh, to to roll against these Arizona Cardinals this week. Yeah, that's a good one there. I like that. All right, Greg, you're a tight end stream of the week, brother. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with Noah Font. Against the Raiders, um, I think it's, you know, uh, 
good spot for him here. He's you know, had uh, decent matchups and hasn't really come through, but I think uh, in this game he, he gets involved, um, especially, you know, uh, just in a good matchup here really with against the Raiders. I'm, I'm buying. And uh, Denver being home, I think he gets through with a, uh, a reception, some receptions and maybe gets an end zone. All right, man, I like that. Um, for me, I'm actually going to steal a page out of your book. I'm going to go with Caden Smith here, mm-hmm. man. Um, you know, he the matchups the matchups not necessarily great as the Philadelphia doesn't give up a ton of of production at the tight end position, but um, I think with all the focus being on these wide receivers and how to, and how to stop these guys, Caden uh, Smith he's shown to be a trusted target of Danny Dimes, especially when they get down to the red area. So. I think you could start Caden Smith. Uh, you could stream Caden Smith with some confidence this week, hoping he'll catch a touchdown. Yeah, I like that for sure. Uh, this, yeah, he's he. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he gets one again. Greg, your your defensive stream of the week, man. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jets. Um, against the Bills, that game is just gonna be very low scoring. Um, possibly you know over unders you know at 36. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with them. They hold their own against whoever starts at quarterback for the Bills. You are a jerk. Wow. <laughs> That's too easy for you to choose because you could just do that all the time. All the time, right? Because yeah, I, yeah. I literally do pick them as my stream of the week <laughs> all the time. Um, <laughs> so I guess for me, I'm going to go with... Oh, man. oh, I'm going to go with the Eagles. If I can't stream the Jets, go. I'm just going to stream yep. the defense against Danny Dimes. Yep, yep. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Chiefs, are, Chiefs are nice, too. I think they're home. Chiefs are nice. Get some turnovers. The Chiefs are nice. If they are available, I would I would, I would, would pick them as well because they yeah. are nine-point home favorite. Yeah. Um. So they follow that process. Uh, the Cowboys also 12-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. home favorites, so they follow that process as well. Um. Also, actually, Tampa Bay, I like as well. Uh, I've been saying Tampa Bay for a few weeks now. Uh, they've been uh, consistently finishing, or they've been a top 10 defense each of the last uh, three weeks. Actually, if you look at the last five weeks, um, they're the number two defense in fantasy outside of, outside of Minnesota. Um, and the Chiefs are number three, actually. So, yeah, I, yeah, the Chiefs. That's you know, one of the most outstanding stats I think I've ever heard, that the Bucks are st- – like that good still with them being in bad field position all the time. So all the time, it's crazy. Yeah. That's why. Oh, I don't know if I, I, I never shared this stat on here, but uh, this was like a couple weeks ago. I, I read this. The Bucks are 27th in turnovers. No, 20. Yeah, they're, they're sixth in turnovers on defense, but they're 27th in turnover differential. That's so bad. That's so crazy, yo. <laughs> that defense is doing everything for this team. That's crazy. Oh, man. Like, just time oh. and time. is being uh, starting at the 30 and 40-yard lines, probably. Oh, their own, yep. their own 30 just, and 40. Crazy. It's just like, imagine they just get a, they get a pick and Jameis just gives it right back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yep. like, oh, you guys got a pick? Watch. I could throw two picks. They're probably hoping that they pick sixes so they could just, you know, have us the fresh start and not start from like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man, uh, that's all we got for the starts and the streams. But um, I mean, what are you excited for this week, man? What do you got? Uh, yeah, definitely that you know that forty nine is Seattle game, uh, and somehow whoever wins the NFC East is gonna be 
intriguing to me. Um, this division has been comedy all year. It's pretty funny. So whoever comes out, it's going to be it's very intriguing. Yeah, man, it's going to be definitely intriguing. I'm excited to see. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to obviously watch these NFC East games with, um, you know, you know, with a with a close eye. Uh, you know, going to be paying attention. Obviously, we know New England's going to win, so there's no yeah. way Kansas City could get this this one seed. But going to be hoping that it could happen some way somehow. It was um, in Miami, that, yeah, with, maybe, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, weird things happen in Miami when the Pats play there. But this game's in Foxborough. That place is going to be jumping. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's going to be this NFC West Championship, man, mm-hmm. um, on Sunday night. But yo, mm-hmm. basketball world, bro. How did the how did the Rockets lose to the to the? To oh the come on, man! Warriors? That that that's just what happens. You know, the, they just can't do it. They just don't know how to do it. They started doubling Harden, and you know Westbrook when he gets cold, it's it's cold, cold. So it, it doesn't look like it didn't look good for them. It's crazy. No names, players. Eric Pascal, like D'Lo, like Draymond Green, like these guys. You know, they played. They showed up. It's wild. But honestly, you know, it's all about college football today, man. Shout out to Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, man, Joe Burrow. Um, did you see that? Did you see that clip of him? They had like a little basketball competition with the Oklahoma. Oh yeah, yep, team. in the in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, he went. He went ten. He went ten for twelve. Uh huh. Got the sky too, yo. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Basically, they basically had it locked up. Um, but they, you know they they forgot one thing, man. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow <laughs> still had to shoot last. So he went. He went ten. He went ten for twelve. Uh, Yo, if, that, if that's how the game goes that was... today, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma's up late, but Joe Burrow comes back and gets it done. Yes, sir. Joe Joe Burrow the Bengal. <laughs> yup, <laughs> Joe Burrow the Bengal. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be great. Um, yeah, man, college football is going to be fun. Uh, you know, this, this, this you know, football is going to be fun. Um in terms of what we have on, you know, going on next, uh, you know, we won't be recapping. I guess we won't do an official recap because there won't be any waivers or anything like that. But um, I know we'll have some, some, some stuff planned. You know, maybe not. Uh, we won't be recording. You know, putting out sh- episodes and shows. You know, every every three weeks or every you know every day, like three times a week, like we've been doing. But you know. Um, if it's not something from the both of us, at least you'll hear something from at least me, um, you know, as the weeks go by, as we get closer to the, you know, um, next year and we do this all over again. Yeah. Pay attention to that, to the semifinals. You know, those are those guys, you know, when you want to look at in Dynasty, especially uh, accessible and usually why I'm finding the players I want, especially. Yeah. These college football players and, the and you know, that's, that's the time where these guys start to make their make their names known and you know this is the time I start paying attention to college football a little bit more because fantasy season is done and we're kind of in that that loom before we get to to the Super Bowl and stuff so um and I'm just trying to dig up any football I can get mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right man so uh but you know good luck to you guys in your championships also uh if you know we talked about it last time um but just a quick some quick Tips, if you're down in the two-week playoff, you know, let's say you're down 30, 40, 50 points, start some of those higher variance guys, those boomer bust guys, those guys that have an ability to go off for 20, 30 points, um, may, may not have the safer floor. Um, you know, also, the, the take a look at what your tiebreakers are. 
uh, for the matchups. But you know, make sure if you you know if it's if it's bench points, just pick up a bunch of quarterbacks on your team. Um, you know, a bunch of back a bunch of quarterbacks and just have them on your bench so you can win that tiebreaker that way as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, good luck in your matchups this week, guys. And hopefully you guys are all champions if you haven't been made champions already. Um, and if you're not a champion, then don't worry. We'll go out. We'll, we'll win it next year. Um, just going to continue to stay focused, stay locked in, right? Um, but, again, we really appreciate you guys for listening, especially as we wrap down this you know, this season right here. Uh, really want to say thank you. Really appreciate you guys listening, uh, taking the time because – uh, without you, we really aren't doing this, right? So um, definitely want to say thank you there. And, uh, yeah, again, good luck in your matchups. Please leave us a rate review. That will really help us out. Uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening to us. And as always, we are out. We out. Happy New Year, y'all.